Well, hey, Dan Miller here. Welcome back. This is our Wisdom of the Sages episode each week where I find stories out of history, typically, that have principles that we can still learn from and be guided by today. I want to pull a couple of examples out of my book, um, No More Dreaded Mondays, about stretching your thinking. So this is a little bit different today, but stretching your thinking. I mean, we're often unable to stretch our thinking in, in new directions because we're limited by our past experience. I mean, we tend to think in predictable ways, and we see boundaries that may not actually exist. I want to give you some simple mind teasers to help you think in unexpected ways. So I'm just going to give you some examples here, and then we'll kind of unpack them together. There are six marbles in a basket. Six children each take one marble. But there is still one marble left in the basket. How can that be? All right. Number two, you're driving in your Porsche on a stormy night when you pass a bus stop and see three people waiting. Number one, an old lady who obviously needs help immediately. Number two, an old college friend to whom you owe a big favor. And number three, the perfect partner you've been dreaming about. Knowing there's room for only one passenger in your car, whom would you choose for the absolute best results? Okay, here's the next one. Acting on an anonymous tip, the police close in on a house to arrest a suspected embezzler. They don't know what he looks like. All they know is that his name is Charles. The police rush in and find an attorney, a surgeon, a dentist, and an accountant playing poker. Without hesitation, they arrest the accountant. How can they be so sure? All right, well, let's unpack those and then maybe I'll add add another one. These are examples where you have to change how you think about these situations. So I said there were six marbles in a basket, six children, each take one marble, but there's still one marble left in the basket. How can that be? Well, the sixth child took the basket with the marble still inside. All right, easy peasy. So the next one we had there, you're driving your Porsche. So there's only two seats, clearly. Stormy night. You see three people waiting, an old lady who obviously needs help immediately, an old college friend to whom you owe a big favor, and number three, the perfect partner you've been dreaming about. Knowing there's room for only one passenger in your car, who would you choose for the absolute best results? Well, you let the old lady in your car, of course. Then you toss the keys to your Porsche to your friend to get him out of the storm as well. So two people are out of the storm. You appear to be the compassionate hero. Now you get to wait with your perfect partner for the bus or find another creative solution. All right. And the other one, this is where the police close in on a house to arrest a suspected embezzler. They don't know what he looks like. All they know is his name is Charles. The police rush in, find an attorney, a surgeon, a dentist, and an accountant playing poker without hesitation. They arrest the accountant. How can they be so sure? Well, here's the deal. The accountant was the only man in the room. The other three were women. See, we just tend to assume male gender for certain occupations. I want to give you another one. Some of these I get from um, Edward de Bono, who was famous for what he called lateral thinking. We just have to think differently. We have to be able to see things in a new light. So here's one. A man walks into a bar Ask the barman for a glass of water. The barman pulls out a gun and points it directly at the man. The man says, thank you, and walks out. 
Now, how does this make sense? Again, I'll read it again. A man walks into a bar, asks the barman for a glass of water. The barman looks at him, pulls out a gun, and points it directly at the man. The man says, thank you, and walks out. Well, here's the deal. The man had hiccups. The barman recognized this from his speech, and so he drew the gun in order to give him a shock. It worked. Cured the hiccups, so the man no longer needed the water. Now, I personally love these kind of things just because it causes me to think differently, to develop new ways of thinking. And this is, you know, this kind of creative thinking is not just something you're either born with. It's a skill that can be learned. It empowers us to add strength to our natural abilities, which then improves creativity and innovation. And that, of course, opens the door to increase productivity profits as well. Learning creativity and innovation are, are things that will that we can learn how to do. We can, and these are kind of just kind of uh, exercises, mind games, so to speak, that can help us work through those so we come better at recognizing new solutions that other people miss. Hey, I hope you've enjoyed this edition of Wisdom of the Sages. We'll be back next week with more. <music> 